Unleashing the rising billions. Disrupting tradition. Always be closing. Gaining exponential wisdom from street smart strategies. I dream the kind of dreams that other people said would not be possible. Free your mind. Nothing happens till something moves. I'm a big fan of going all in on your strengths. Create your blue ocean. Innovation and collaboration with competition. Do you want to sell sugar water for the rest of your life? Or do you want to come with me and change the world? Creating uncontested market space. I worry that people don't tap into their strengths. Wealth creation and a new economy entrepreneur. And there is a very thin dividing line between success and failure. Witnessing unprecedented technology. You can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold Show with Christopher Cumby and Alan Witch. Hi, it's Christopher Cumby, and I'm here with Think Bold, Be Bold, and Alan Witch is in the house. Alan. Hey, hey, hey Chris, how you doing, What's buddy? What's going on? Oh, we're having, we, we are having a blast, man. Talk about a truncated lifestyle right now. We'll get into wow. some of that a little bit later, but uh, doing great. Yeah, How about yourself? Sure. How's your morning going? Yeah, for sure. Uh, really well. And uh, we're, yeah, yeah, we're going to jump on live and uh, do our venture show, which is mm -hmm. really exciting. Um, but, you know, I'm excited about the, uh, the guest today. Uh, and I know everybody listening in is going to, uh, you know, really enjoy this uh, this show. Um, and make sure you get your journals out because this is, you know, when the golden nuggets come out, they come out flying. So make some notes. But, of course, it's recorded. You can always go back and listen to it again. And, and, and that's the intent of uh, doing these shows is that we have something uh, great content that you can come back and, and use and, and remember. Um, but... You know, let's uh, let's get at it, Alan. Let's let's do this. I love it. I love it. You know, the the benefit of lis listening to this on Memorex is that they have the ability to pause us and contemplate the wisdom that's going to come forth today. There, there's my uh, there's my uh, <laughs> close to end of the week wisdom. No, I love our guest today. It's kind of a personal thing for me because, as you know, Chris, and I think some of the listeners know, my background has been in architecture, designing hospitals, medical facilities, uh, you know, retail establishments, hotels, things like that. And I love the fact that there is an investor, there's a buyer, there's a person for every phase of development that might happen from groundbreaking to turnkey, whatever that, you know, industry might be. And today's guest is uh, no exception. He's got a real unique twist. His uh, investment is he invests in land. Most people invest in homes or the foundations or, you know, whatever level development has happened. But not a lot of people do land investment. And uh, today our guest does. He's, he's a, a master at it. He's great. He's got his own podcast. He's got books coming out. And uh, he is really a, a moving force in the industry of land sales. So without further uh, uh, further wasting of, of anybody's time, <laughs> Mark Podolsky, welcome to Think Bold, Be Bold. Alan, Chris, thanks so much for having me. I, I feel bolder already just from that intro. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Well, welcome, uh, Mark. Uh, you know, where we... 
know, you could be doing a lot of things, right? I mean, let's face it. There's a lot of ways to go out in the world and help others. And, you know, certainly you've got some great content that's helping others. But how did you, you know, how did you start all this? And and I, and I love starting at the journey uh, at the beginning because, you know, these are where the stories come out and, 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 and the pivots that happen, as we all know, and all those twists and turns to get you where you are. But you've got some really cool things on the go. And um, I'd I just love to start at that point, if you don't mind. Yeah, so in, in 2000, I was a very unhappy, miserable investment banker. And I specialized in mergers and acquisitions with private equity groups. And it was mid-market stuff, you know, nothing crazy, five to 500 million in enterprise value. And I'm telling you, it was miserable. I had a 45-minute commute to work and back. I was micromanaged. I had high pressure. It was long hours. And, you know, it got so bad for me that I wouldn't get the Sunday blues anticipating Monday coming around. I'd get the Friday blues anticipating the weekend going by really fast and having to be back at work on Monday. So I'm right now my firm, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So my firm hires this guy and he tells me that on the side, he's going to these tax deed auctions. He's buying up raw land, pennies on the dollar, and he's flipping them online, and he's making an average 300% return on his investment. Well, I'm looking at companies all day long, and a great company, a great company has 15% EBITDA margins or free cash flow. Great uh -huh. company. Your average company is at 10%. I'm looking at companies all day long less than 10%. So, of course, I don't believe him. So we go to New Mexico. I've got three grand saved up for car repairs. And I just do exactly what he says to do. I buy up 10 half-acre parcels of land, $300 each. I put them up online. The next week, they all sell for over $1,200 each. It worked, 300%. So I took all that money. I went to another tax deed auction in Arizona. And there's, you know, again, it's 2000. There's no one in the room. I'm buying up lots. I'm buying an acreage pennies on the dollar, like nothing. I put them up all online, and over the next six months, they all sold, and I made over $90,000 profit. So I go to my wife. I'm like, wow. honey, I'm going to quit my job, and I'm going to invest in land full-time. And she said, absolutely not. How'd that go over? So she's pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It went, it went over really well. She's pregnant at the time. She's worried. She's like, you're going to quit your job. So I said, look, no worries. And so I did it part-time for 18 months until the land investing income far exceeded the investment banking income. Yeah. And then I quit and I've been doing it full, full time ever since in 2000, since 2001. Wow. I love it. So you literally bumped you into did. it, right? You literally bumped into it. You um, uh, took a, a portion of your time and paid attention to it until it actually was able to overtake what your full attention was on and you know this is a this is a golden nugget right here folks That's because right. there's a lot of people that just dive in uh not that it's a bad thing either but it's really great to build something while you're getting paid on other people's money um as long as you're not crossing obviously some ethical boundaries right. uh and that you're doing it in a way that you know it's just your time you're using up you're just using it in a different portion so good on you mark that's uh that's great and uh yeah, I mean, you know, look, I was, I was, 
it's amazing now. I mean, now we're 90% automated. I work two hours a week in Frontier Properties, the land investing business. And, you know, it's become a machine. And so the, the game I like wow. to play is how quickly can you build your passive income up to where it exceeds your fixed expenses? And then you're working because you want to, not because you have to. Of that and and so much truth and so much you know what uh, what people really want is to enjoy other parts of their life but they're you know running on this wheel and just so busy but you know I'm a big fan of residual uh, you know in fact that's how I built my companies and, and got me into a position where you know I had some choices that I can you know again like you focus on and, and put my attention on and grow and then mostly um, help others be able to do the same thing so that's uh, that's fantastic Awesome. Two hours. I like that. I, I like that. I got to I got to listen a little closer here uh, for sure. Two hours a week, my friend. Come on. <laughs> two, two hours a week. That's I mean, it's all you know, it's all I love it. it's all automated with software and our virtual yeah. assistants and my acquisition manager. I love it. I love it. So we're going to keep is... you on for another 90 minutes and that'll be your two hours. You're ready. To, you're, you're good to go, man. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna chew up his work. Hey, yeah, we're gonna week. chew up his work week. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's so it's so funny because like I'm I'm so I'm so vicious with my time now, and I, I've got like that Chrome tab that that's like the death sure. clock. So like whenever like my my mantra now is if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. So like if somebody asks me to do something and I don't want to do, I'm like I got eleven thousand days left. So. I wish I could. <laughs> oh, like, that's what? a good way to put it, and, and and at least we got a hell yes, Alan. So that's right. uh, that's a good foot in High the right five. direction with Mark. So, yeah, uh, Mark, Mark, I'm already loving this uh, this show because you know we enjoy what we do, and again, you know, getting on with people like yourself that we can have a good time and and, and laugh, but also provide some really good value to our uh, to our audience. So good on you, good on your uh, your your uh, quest, um, you know, to help others do so. So let's talk about that a little bit. You know, where do people, um, you know, where do people get to, uh, you know, uh, figure this stuff out? Like, what, how do you help people, um, you know, figure this stuff out? And, and, and what can you offer up in, in today's discussion to uh, point people in that direction? Yeah, yeah. So let me walk you guys to the model. And um, that would be a really good, I think, jump start to, to kind of answering that question in more depth. So the first thing we want to do is we want to look for people that are advertising to us that they don't want their raw land anymore. And it's all public knowledge. So what we'll do is we'll get a tax delinquent list from a county, right? And then let's say, for example, um, I see, oh, look, Alan owes $200 in back taxes in Texas, right? But Alan, where do you live? I live in Oregon. You're in Oregon, right? So I, it immediately tells me two things. Number one, Alan has no emotional attachment to that land. He owns it in Texas, but he lives in Oregon. Number two, he's distressed in some way, right? Either he doesn't value the land anymore, he's not paying his taxes, maybe he's in you know, some kind of financial bind, mm -hmm. right? And so what we'll do is we'll look at that Texas property. Let's say that it's uh, you know, 10 acres, right? And we'll look at the comparable sales for the last 12 to say 18 months. I see, oh, Alan's property has been selling at a, let's say a median price of $10,000. Well, what I'll do then is I will do what Warren Buffett would call uh, a 300% margin of safety. I'll divide by four, and that gets me to $2,500. So the most I can pay for that property is $2,500. 
So I sent Alan an actual purchase agreement for his 10 acres in Texas. Now, he owes back taxes. He lives in Oregon. He's like, look, $2,500 is way better than nothing because I'm getting tax notices every single month from the county. Eventually, I'm going to lose this property, and I don't care about it anymore anyway. So 3 to 5% of people accept these quote-unquote top-dollar offers. Well, now I've got to go through a little bit of work, right? I've got to do some what we call due diligence. So number one, I've got to make sure Alan really even owns the property. Number two, I've got to make sure. sure that it's really just $200 in back taxes. Number three, I've got to find out, are there any breaks in the chain of title, right? right. Um, I want to make sure there's no liens or encumbrances. I want right. to make sure there's something compelling about that, that property. Can we access it? So I have a checklist that we do, go through due diligence, and all of this is outsourced now to the Philippines. It costs us $11 in due diligence. And then wow. what we'll do wait, is wow. we'll have somebody. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back, back, back that pony up just a minute. It costs you $11 <laughs> in outsourcing to do all the due diligence on a piece of property? Wow. Wow. Correct, because what, what we have is that we have somebody in the Philippines that has access to an American title company. Right. right. They work for a big title company and they just add us on. So now what we want to do is we want to get pictures. We're going to video of the property to start our marketing. So we'll do a local Craigslist gig, have someone go out there, shoot pictures, uh, you know, take video, fill out a property report. I want to make sure are the neighbors dumping. Right. Do you feel safe out there? What was the road like? Was it gravel? Was it dirt? Was it paved? So they also give us a bigger picture on that property. And then we buy it from Alan, right? So now we own the property. Well, guess what, Chris? I've got a best built-in buyer that kills every other real estate niche. Do you know who it is? Who's my best buyer for that property? This is how we sell these properties, 30 days or less. Chris is like, I didn't realize there'd be uh, math involved in this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm writing it. I'm like, you called out me? Why not Alan? He's like... He's like I've already been picking on Alan. It's now your turn. All I right, I'll work on his book a minute ago. All right. I, yeah. Right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to spare you. Thank you. Know. you. Yeah, yeah. So the neighbors. The neighbors. Oh, neighbors. Of right? course. So that's what I was going to say. I knew you were going to say it. So we're going to send out neighbor letters. And we're going to say, look, before we go to the open market, here's your opportunity. Protect your view. Expand your holdings. Right. And you've got you've got this much time to go ahead and pull the trigger, right? A large percentage of the time, the neighbors will buy that property for ten thousand dollars, right? Now, if they pass, we'll email our buyers list. If the buyers list passes, we'll go to a little website you probably never heard of called Craigslist, right. and then we'll go to another little website you probably never heard of called Facebook Buy Sell Groups. Now, the way that we'll sell this property is where we get our passive income. So what we, we have $2,500 into that property. So we'll sell it for $2,500 down, and then we'll make it a car payment. Let's say $4.99 a month at 8.7% interest over the next 10 years, right? Now we're looking at about 1,000% margin on our money. We get our money out on the down payment, so it's a one-time sale, and then I get passive income of $4.99 a month over the next 10 years without dealing with renters, rehabs, renovations or rodents and because i don't have to deal with the tenant i'm exempt from dodd frank respa and the safe act oh nice yeah, so you have a tenant yeah 
So any onerous real estate legislation. And then the game that we play is how many of these notes can we create? Now, I also created a software program I'm shamelessly going to plug right now called geekpay.io <laughs> that, that automates collecting that money because I used to have to deal with, you know, the borrowers calling me, hey, Mark, what's my current balance? Or, hey, Mark, how can I make a prepayment this month? Or you know, the worst is when they miss a payment, right? And then I got to call them or I got to email them and notify them. This automates the entire thing so they get automated notifications. It, we, we pull out from their checking account every single month. If the check fails, it automatically charges a credit card on file plus a 3% fee. So my default rate has gone way down with this software. And I don't, I don't know if, Chris, did you hear what I said again? It was geekpay.io. Yes, I got that. Believe me, I got yeah, that. Yeah. I should be wearing <laughs> like a geekpay.io shirt. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised I'm you don't. Lugging. But there you go. Uh, you know. Yeah, from a visual standpoint, we'll get some social media yeah. pics uh, for sure. But that would have been a great shirt to uh, to definitely wear today. I think so, you should make uh, those and send us each one. I, I just I just that was a well, subliminal well, there message, you go. by the way. I, I just said it out loud. <laughs> well, you know, I love but, it. you know, there's lots of industries that could that could actually start using it. You know, any anyone that needs to collect money on a recurring basis. Oh yeah. That needs transparency. It's great. Right. Right. Uh, that's wow. So. Folks, everybody, um, you know, listening in, the beauty about what he just outlined is uh, he gave you some insight, but Mark, I'm sure, you know, some nuances to it, and uh, hence what you offer up. Um, let's walk through that a little bit so people know that they, you know, that, that there's an opportunity, let's say, and, mm -hmm. and that's what I always like to focus on, um, you know, what and, and how can you take advantage of this type of opportunity? Yeah, well, I mean, I, th I think in any industry or any niche, right, you don't want to be the, the trailblazer. You want to find yourself a Sherpa. So I always equate it, you know, our land investing niche is like, like, is like climbing Mount Everest. Do you want to do it alone or do you want to go up there with a Sherpa who's going to get you up there quickly, efficiently, and safely? And that's what we really provide with, with our training because I've already made all the million-dollar mistakes. You don't have to. I've already solved all the big pain points in this business so that you don't have to and that's what people you know why they come to me now look the the the, the real truth of the matter is you know you want to know the secret in my niche there are no secrets anymore so all this information right. is out there now for free but you can certainly start getting that information really seeing if this is something that appeals to you like for me personally like i can't even screw in a light bulb so the fact that I can shuffle paper and make money in real estate really appeals to me because I don't want to go out and, and swing a hammer. I don't want to sure. go out and, and, and deal with a tenant calling me at 2 in the morning and, sure. and having to deal with subs that right. could be you know really taking advantage of me because I don't know how much these things cost, and I have no interest in it. So it really appeals to me. Um, and so I think that's really the best place to get educated is find someone who's already doing something that you want to do and where you want to be and and do that maybe you know there, there's so much crap out there from that 25 year old that wants to teach you something that they've never even done themselves right 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 um, of course a lot of that right yeah. now and yeah so yeah yeah so you got to be worried you got to be like be worried about who you're getting your information from and and do that well, I love the fact that, I mean, you know, from a transparency side and, and everything else, I mean, you have a show 
directed around this. So obviously, uh, you know, people listening in, the Land Geek. Um, uh, com is a great uh, place to start because he, it, it has all of Mark's ways to learn from him. And, you know, if you want to start it somewhere to just really understand if this is something that, you know, you'd be uh, interested in, that's a good place to start. Obviously, then there's some training and stuff like that as well. And I love um, your analogy about going up the mountain. Uh, it makes a ton of sense. And that's why, uh, you know, having a coach, a mentor, someone who can walk you through this stuff helps mitigate the risk and exposure that if you try to go on your own, and we've all done that. I mean, you know, any entrepreneur uh, listening in right now or anybody that started anything uh, as a company, we've all gone down that path till we realize that we need some help. <laughs> and, 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 and we literally yeah. say those words out of our mouth finally to say, I need some help. Who can help me? And uh, that's why we're doing this show, Mark, is because – you know, first of all, we love people that are, uh, you know, creating big things and thinking big and thinking different and, and, and just being bold out there uh, with uh, um, helping others. And, and that's the purpose of us having these kind of conversations is exposing people to things that you don't know what you don't know. And, you know, you get some insight like this and all of a sudden it's like, ah, a light bulb goes off. So I hope the light bulb's going off for uh, some of the audience. Alan, Alan, where are we, uh, where are we going next? Because I well, see you chomping. I like the fact that Mark uses multimedia. Obviously, we're on podcasts, and he does training yeah. and so forth. But he's also got, for all the kinesthetic learners out there that like to go at their own time, he's got a book. He's got a book, Dirt Rich. And, I, and, I, and Mark, I want you I to, to talk about – yeah, it's awesome. Talk about, talk about that book, why the book, and how the reader can use that book then to um, immerse themselves into this opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the book is a really sort of easy way to immerse yourself in the land investing world. And then also the so you get the education piece, but then you also see like, oh, like, you know, hear my story and sort of the trials and tribulations that I went through and then and then all the resources. So it's not just this sort of, um, you know, kind of plain vanilla how-to technical manual, it's got a little bit more of uh, life and enthusiasm and energy to it as you hear the stories of not just my story, but also some of my client's stories and how, like, let's say like a Scott Todd, right? So he's a, mm -hmm. a Fortune 300 executive and he sees the writing on the wall. Like, we, like if you're in a big company right now, you probably know the writing's on the wall if you're going to have a job or not in the next 12 to 24 months. So Scott yeah, right. sees the writing on the yeah. wall, and he starts looking into land investing, and he loves it. And so he makes a plan. And so it took him 17 months and three days to replace his Fortune 300 income through land wow. investing. And so to wow. hear his story, and the, it, make, it makes it so much more real for the reader that, oh, it's not just this geeky guy, Mark, right? Lots of people have been able to move the needle in their lives by doing this, and this is what they did, and this is the, the sort of the, the recipe they followed. Right. And it's, you know, it may be simple, but it's not easy. And so the book then sort of discusses like, hey, if, if it were easy, everyone would be doing it. In fact, I don't know anything that's easy that's yeah, worth exactly. doing. And so one of my favorite uh, chapters in the book is how to embrace the suck, right? And uh, like, you know, like, look, let's just talk about our, our podcast, right? Like first time I podcasted and I had an interview, I listen to it now. It is cringeworthy to listen to. It is so terrible. I'm talking in monotone. There's no energy to it. 
I, there's no like, like it's just horrible to listen to. I can't head. believe I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I, yeah, I can't believe I'm doing it. And, and you know, and I think we can all sort of relate to, you know, being a beginner again. But I think for a lot of us, right, like, especially like you guys, like extremely successful in your own niches, right? And now all of a sudden you're going to rewind and be, become a beginner again and do this podcast. Well, I'm sure yeah. there was this learning curve and you had to embrace the suck. It probably wasn't so fun. And it was probably like, ah. And there was probably a point in time where you guys looked at each other like, is this even worth doing? All right, we heard and a lot I, of I think, crickets you know, when we first began, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, you, you have to sort of, you know, be ready for that and and, um, and have the grit and the, the perseverance to keep going even when you kind of get kicked in the teeth in business. Mm-hmm. For sure, for yeah, sure. you got to pivot and, you know, a little there's, bit. There's definitely, and there's enormous power in a start, and, you know, that's part of the decision-making process is knowing that, hey, listen, this may not go anywhere. Can you accept that? And when you do, you actually eliminate – a lot of the reasons you're not starting in the first place. So, you know, that's a key to doing anything is just kind of barreling through, getting started. You learn so much, and we did. And I think, you know, part of books and just talk about Dirt Rich, and, and I love that, by the way, I love that title. Um, it's all about stories, relatability, right? And, and, and uh, yeah, it's perfect. It's like so perfect. I love it. Um, and, and, and it and, and those relatable stories is what we look at as social proof. Can I do it? I can do it. Okay, look, they just show me a way not to do it because of the story they gave me and the insight they provided. And it, it gets you closer to, um, you know, being able to go do it and mitigate that, you know, risk of, of that happening to you. So it's so important to tap into those things. And that's why books are such a powerful tool for anybody that's interested. You know, Mark, you said it earlier, all the information's out there. It's all out there. Right. You just got to tap into, you know, learning. And, uh, yeah, and, and I agree with the simple, not easy uh, approach. Um, it, everything is simple out there. And, in fact, the more simplistic it is, the better. Um, but the right. ease part, there's no such thing. If you're going to do anything, you've got to put effort in. And with effort, that automatically, you know, um, uh, gets rid of the word easy because there's no such thing as easy effort. I mean, efforts take work. They take, you know, learning, and they take, uh, you know, enormous amount of um, uh, faith as well, you know, to just move forward. So appreciate yeah. that. That's, uh, that's a great with a point. Decision, you know, I mean, what we're talking about is making a decision, for sure. Whatever that decision might be, and for and what you're talking about, you know, learning from, you know, get off the stage and sit in the front row. Most people will never make that decision once they've already made it once. Once they've had a taste sure. of what it's like to be off that front row or the back row and be on stage or just be somewhere in the game, they don't want to necessarily make it back to becoming a student. But like you talked about, Mark, you've got to be a, a consummate student. And, and most the, you know, most successful people in any industry are, you know, constantly learning uh, in their genre. They're understanding what that really means and, and how to apply that. And uh, your book, you know, is good. It's the basics, and I think you got to get back to the basics if you're going to make a pivot. And people are going to make a pivot if they're getting out of what they're doing and they're going to look into something else. Then it's got to be a, it's got to be a decision. It's got to be a pivot, you know, pivot master. And then you've got to really start at the beginning and understand the opportunity as opposed to what you mentioned a couple minutes ago about the 25 year olds, not to slam 25 year olds. 
But um, you can't just data aggregate a bunch of information and put it out there and package it and say, hey, this is the way you got to do it because the challenge comes when there is heartache, there's hurdles, there's there's challenges. And if you haven't been down that road, then you have nothing to pull from to be able to help people out. And uh, so so that's really cool. I love the uh, like Chris, I love the book. Um, what's uh, what's next for you? What's what's going to happen four or five months down the road? Your book is, is, is published. You're out and about. What what's the the future look for Mark at the last half of 2018? Well, you know, kind of just to echo what you just said, Alan. I'm all about this Japanese term called kaizen, which means continuous improvement. So I just really want to keep climbing that mountain. Like I feel like people are either camping or climbing. And now you can't be climbing constantly. Like you do need to take a break, right? You need to kind of re-energize. But I do think that for me, it's always about climbing. It's always about learning, growing, developing, and getting better at at things. And then, you know, also being a beginner again, right? And and trying these new challenges. Like I, I feel like for me, it's always about that internal metric, right? Am mm-hmm. I doing my best? Um, I mean, I said this to my kids the other day. Like, you know, they're like, what's your goal, Dad? I'm like, I just want to be a good ancestor, right? Three <laughs> generations from now, awesome. no one's going to remember <laughs> me. Right? I just want to be a good ancestor. So, you know, I love that answer. <laughs> you know, can I create joy in other people's lives? Can I help other people? Can I be a good role model for my children? You know, can I improve and deepen every relationship I have, whether it's with my wife. So Mondays and Fridays I take off and I call my terminal days. She hates when I say that, but you know, those are the days that my wife and I, we have coffee together. We have lunch together. We, we talk about, you know, our dreams and aspirations and, you know, we really kind of take the time in life. Like, Hey, what's really important to us. Right. And ultimately it's really right. these simple things. Like, like I have no interest in, in buying a Bentley and driving around town trying to impress other people. I'm more interested in having a cup of coffee and having a, uh, a, a very deep conversation with my wife uh, yeah. about things. And, you know, and sometimes these are difficult conversations. You're like, no, sure. the way you were kind of treating Noah the other day was kind of uncool. And I'm like, okay, let's talk about like that. Like, you know, how dare this kid be entitled to ask me for two double-double hamburgers in an In-N-Out burger line? <laughs> Right? She's like, well, look, I know that's the way you grew up, honey. How dare like, Because, like, like, when I was growing up, like, I, I would never ask my dad for, you know, for two two double-doubles, for two food. orders of fries, and a shake. Right? Like, I would never do that. You'd be happy like, to get what he gave me. you, right? Oh, that's so yeah, awesome. Yeah. like, is it hey, worth, I, you know, hurting that relationship to do that? I'm like, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in here because you, you said some amazing things, and I always like to recap, you know, for our audience to, you know, pinpoint it. And, 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 and you said some things that you challenge yourself, continuous improvement. Um, you need times of rest, um, but you also, you know, uh, what drives you is, is to go find something that, you know, maybe uh, you don't know. And, and I love that because I call that the game. The game for me is waking up and winning it. And a lot of times, if you're winning all the time, guess what? You're not growing. So sometimes you got to get, you know, pushed down a little bit or checked into the boards or, uh, you know, not get that touchdown, just kind of relate everything to sports because people understand it. But the game for me is, you know, winning one thing every day, getting out there and doing something new. 
learning from someone, connecting with someone new. I love the fact that you take some time out and, and, you, and you brought up a really good point, um, you know, to go and, 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 and spend some time with your wife because you've been able to do that. But the great, the ancestor, you did that already. I, I love that. I'm going to use that. I'm going to steal that one from Mark. I'm just putting it out there. If you start seeing social media and Chris is using this term, hey, it came from Mark. But can you, can you just you like one. asterisk from, from Mark? For sure. From Mark. The, yeah, the, 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 the first couple of times, yeah. After that, definitely. no guarantees. Yeah, no yeah, guarantees, yeah. Mark. But uh, the right. ancestor. And that's why I wrote my book. And, you know, just food for thought for everybody listening in. It, it gives you an opportunity to give back to your kids. And that was why I did mine is that, you know, later on when I'm gone and, you know, there's kids or there are kids' kids, you know, the beauty of it, a book, it stays around for a very long time. And, you know, I encourage everybody to, to find it in them, to write something. It doesn't have to be a bestseller, New York Times, anything. It could be crappy book ever in the world but it's something of you that you get to leave behind and I think that's so important and you know we're not going to maybe have a, a website that gets to stick around forever right um, we don't know right. uh, but one thing I do know about a book and, and, and the beauty of it and I'm just going to make sure you know that if something happens to me I'm just going to order a, like a, a crap load of books and make sure they're everywhere and anywhere in the world and just drop <laughs> ship them you know just pick them up whatever uh, that may be a good idea but anyway I love what uh, you brought up there Mark and, 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 and some really good points so I wanted to make sure I circle back on that because it's important for the listeners to uh, to take these little points and, and and think about it, you know, ponder thought. What can you do for your family? How can you, you know, get out with your spouse? How can you take some time to to step back a little bit because you know it's a fast moving uh, paced world and 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 having ideas like Mark's providing people to to find a passive income. I mean, hey, that's magic right there. It is. It's, yeah, it's I mean, you know, piece. it's so funny, Chris, because you know, not to not to shamelessly plug another book, but now that Dirt Rich is kind of like in it. the final stages, I have written a second book, uh, which I was inspired by Ray Dalio and Principles. So I wrote my own sort of Ray Dalio Principles book, and only for three readers, my three teenage kids who wow. you know won't listen to me now, but I want to really uh, you know leave to them. The, the 10 principles that I think really embody true success in life and then weave in I those stories and, and do that. So that's going to come out in, in hopefully June or July uh, called I Coax the Cat. And I like the title <laughs> Coax the Cat because like, like a cat, right? Like you can't get a cat to sit on your lap if you just grab it. It'll run away, right? right. But you got to create the environment. <laughs> for that cat to come and want to sit on your lap. And I think that's oftentimes what we have to do with, you know, creating sort of success in our lives. We have to create the environment. We can't focus on money, money, money. All of a sudden it'll elude us. But once we start, you know, focusing on, hey, how can I create value for this person? How can I help this person? And that becomes the goal. This thing we call money or success just ultimately follows. Now, when it happens, you can't control, but you can certainly control these things that, you know, these principles and, and doing those things. So, uh, love it. Yeah, I love you beat the me name. to it. Thank you. That's awesome. The kids are going to love that. <laughs> well, my, yeah, yeah, four, <laughs> four pillars. I use the four pillars, but, you know, again, uh, same thing. It, it's just giving a, a little bit of a diary uh, on, on, on some of the things not to do, <laughs> but a lot of things to, uh, to think about and, and to do. And, and, and I love pondering thought. I love asking questions. 
Um, and I think if people ask more questions of, to themselves, uh, you can cut through a lot of the noise that might be keeping you away from things uh, in your life and, um, you know, uh, get serious about it. We only have one life to live. Alan, I know you're, uh, you're I'm in just there. I'm chomping, man. I'm chomping. I, yeah, I want to go do back it. to something that we talked about a little bit earlier, and it's a tough topic, but uncomfortability. And uh, Chris, you mentioned a little bit, and Mark, you mentioned a little bit, but it is a piece of success, whatever success might mean to anybody, if you're not uncomfortable in some of the things you're doing. In other words, you got to be a good student. you got to be willing to do things you don't know, because there are things we know, things we know we don't know, and things we don't know we don't know. And most of the time, we, we live in the, in, in the first, but never the latter two. So what are some of your thoughts on about being uncomfortable in your own skin and being uncomfortable with your decisions, but comfortable enough to pursue them. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's interesting um, because it's almost counterintuitive because when I look back on on the great things that I've accomplished in my life, in the moment, I was absolutely miserable, right? So I feel like there's like two of me. There's the experiencing me that might be absolutely miserable in the moment while I'm struggling and I'm uncomfortable and I'm full of doubt and I'm full of fear and, I, and I'm, you know, just completely vulnerable. But then the remembering me looks back on that struggle and is so proud. And that's like, for me, like real self-esteem that I was able to sort of get to the other side of that and not just sort of, you know, shrink. Like I still stuck through it, even though in the moment I was so uncomfortable with it. And so for me, that's where, you know, the, the power of purpose kind of comes in. So as long as my purpose is bigger than myself, I can sort of endure feeling uncomfortable or maybe a little embarrassed or whatever it might be. I mean, a good example is like the first YouTube videos I ever did. Again, completely <laughs> cringeworthy. But I keep them Terrific. up there as a reminder <laughs> and a humble reminder. I started somewhere and yeah. it was terrible. But it was good enough, right? right? Everyone has to start somewhere. But I was so uncomfortable in front of a mic. I was so uncomfortable in front of a camera. And But I ship, right? Like, I love that Seth Godin comment. He ships, right? So I think good is better than perfect, right? Um, and so for me, that's really something that I, I really work on every day is that, you know, I do these things that in the moment aren't so comfortable, First thing I do when I wake up, I take a cold shower, right? Not comfortable in the moment, but it wakes me up. I feel good about it afterwards. Same thing with a workout. It's hard to work out every single day, I, right? It's I miserable. time my shower. I do the same thing and I time my shower because I know I know the minute it's going to turn a little bit warm so I can endure the couple of little seconds that are just like shocking, you know, but you know that, yeah. ah, you know, so to that point, you, you said something really cool. You know, if you look back and this is for the audience as well and, and, and all of us just chatting is that you survived all the worst moments of your life. You're right. here. You've done it. Yeah. And that's a great reminder to remember you and and and, um, and 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 at least give yourself some credit for that and 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 I know that it's not always easy in the moments um, definitely I mean we've all had experiences but uh, looking back um, you know and, and and it just reminds me of that saying that you know life is lived forward but often you know not understood until you look backwards right so um, right. That, that's awesome right yeah I love the fact yeah. that you got you know, through all this, you got to have a driving force, and that driving force is purpose. And if you have a yeah, reason absolutely. for doing it, 
you'll you'll do the hard stuff. You'll you'll put up with the crap and you'll put up with the stuff you're uncomfortable with because you know eventually the result's going to be different. It's going to be closer to what you imagined. And then you look back and you go, oh man, I love where I'm at. So I got at least to you know, appreciate the journey, right? Oh and my that gosh, yeah. So sure. I do a gratitude journal yeah, just as absolutely. like this reminder because like you know if I look at you guys, I'm like, well, how come I don't have their 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 uh, downloads? Uh, on their podcast so like i feel like comparison is a thief of happiness like why can't i just be happy with you know the four people that might listen to my podcast right 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 the influence uh, good you make point on somebody that's the that's the key it's whether or not you're making a difference in somebody else's life and if it's one if you make the difference in one person's life you win because you're leaving a little bit of a legacy behind you know you talked you talked a little earlier what was your what was your thing I want to be a good ancestor. Good well, ancestor. That's, that's I want to purpose. be a good friend. You know, I mean, you're do, you're living your work, and that's what people, you know, it, collection of social artifacts and all those kind of things that people can look at in the library and say, yeah, he did or she did this, this, and this. But if you make that impact on one person, job well done. So well, then, and, you know, and it's, it's, often. It's Often people are making a comparison, and I love that quote, by the way, comparison is a thief of happiness. Um, uh, you know, people often look at people and compare, but they don't know, you know, the journey. And that person is either in the middle or, at, you know, near the end of, you know, that segment of their lives, and, and, and you can't do that. You have to give yourself some, some a chance. Give yourself a chance and, uh, yeah. and, and believe in yourself and just go for it, and, and you'll have those, you know, beginnings we all had. Uh, <laughs> and think, talking about YouTube, you know, and just leaving stuff up there. I, I, I have some horrible YouTubes, uh, definitely, and, and looking back now and just being comfortable and doing all the different things that you do and, and just having that camera, you know, on me now, it's, it's a lot more comfortable, but I, I love that. Um, so I just want to give a little plug for Mark because he has a he has a really great website. Um, it's really easy to navigate. Uh, I've been playing around in the background here as we're speaking uh, because I wanted to do that and, and and also give some reference to it. So check it out, thelandgeek.com, and there's some really great ways that uh, you can learn from Mark. Um, and and uh, he has a community as well, and and just really laid out really nicely for you to get to know him. So that's that's one for you, Mark. Uh, thelandgeek.com for everybody out there. Just go check it out, and and you'll get a lot of great information just by uh, breezing around. But I promise you, it's not going to be one of those websites where you're like, where do I start? It's really clear and really easy to, <laughs> to understand um, how you can get. Uh, yeah, how you can yeah. Get I mean, good and info. if if you. If you guys don't mind, if you know, if they, if the listeners email support at thelandgeek.com, and they put in the subject line, you know, think bold or bold or be bold or Alan and Chris, whatever they want to put in there, we'll send them for free our ninety-seven dollar passive income launch kit. Oh, nice. There you go. See, it so pays awesome. That's that's my way of giving back to you guys. Pays to listen, it. baby. I love it. I love it. And uh, we'll yeah. make sure. Obviously, that's in the show notes for anybody that you know it goes out to, and and you can easily click on it. We'll make sure it goes right to uh, right to email uh, for uh, for you as well, Mark. So we'll put some uh, some effort behind that. Um, we've got a great production manager. She's yes, amazing. A uh, little plug for Nicole. Uh, she's uh, come on board and she's really uh, focused on 2018 and moving the needle with us, and uh, we're really excited about that. Um, Alan, uh, so, let's uh, let's let's bring Mark down a yeah. A, a, we've got path. a. It's gone really fast. I love this. Always. Um, you Always. know, and first off, I think I want to ask, Mark, will you come back on? 
give it give us a, a couple of months give it a, give it a quarter or two you come back on and kind of tell us where you're at where the success is where the level of your book is what the results are what the impact's been and the kind of impact you're making on your ancestors if you come back and let us know would you do that <laughs> that that's a hell yes alan <laughs> a hell yes i'm loving it see yes. we just get evidence we get evidence folks uh, listening in this is our tactic to get evidence right away that uh, we're doing something right and we get a hell yes then there you go that's social that's proof right there that's social Proof's proof i love it <laughs> yeah, time, time is, is winding fast. I can't believe how fast these go. Um, always. But, uh, you know, we always kind of like to um, leave our audience, and I don't want to say leave the audience, but you remember two things when you're talking with someone. You remember the first thing you said or the first thing that they said, and you remember the last thing that they said. And the stuff in the middle goes in, and, and you, you got to kind of pull it out. But the first and the last things are the most important. So with that being said, with that being the process that most of us use to to gather through the day. And, you, and Mark, you and I talked a little bit earlier before the show started about the plethora of message that comes into our heads on a daily basis. We have to filter and compartmentalize, right? So with that yeah, being absolutely. said, yeah, what um, – and, and this could be something you've already talked about today too, but what's a really good caveat that uh, if, if – they get nothing else out of today, nothing else out of the this podcast and this time with you today that really truly resonates. What's one thing they can take away and implement today? Yeah, okay, so I'm gonna give them the potpourri of the highlights of our podcast. <laughs> I say the three big concepts <laughs> are gonna be purpose, embrace the suck, and kaizen continuous improvement and growth. If they implement any one of those three, that will move the needle in their life. It's like the poo-poo platter of, of think bold, be bold. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's fantastic. Poo-poo platter, you know, that might be a first. I think that that's might a first. Be, that, that, that might I, be I, first. I think we might have a show title. I think, I think so. Yeah, right? Could be a yeah, book. Maybe. I don't know, man. Yeah, the, the language <laughs> poo-poo platter. There you go. There you go. Uh, the um, and 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 again for the audience, check it out. Um, you know, Mark's going to be featured on C-Suite Radio, and uh, we're really excited about uh, being on that platform. Of course, we're on Google Play, uh, iTunes, Podomatic, uh, Stitcher, and we're going to have our own show notes where you can come uh, to thinkbowlbebold.com forward slash uh, Mark Podolsky, and we're going to uh, get that out to the world. But um, we still have a few minutes, uh, and we usually end on that but you know mark um you know you're a fun guy first of all to talk to and, and i think that uh, the audience will definitely uh get a lot out of just listening in you've had some great antidotes um you know ideas and obviously you're very focused on you know getting results for people and your platform is 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 solid and, and just really exciting and i really encourage you thegetlandgeek.com, and and I don't say this often. You you know you listen back to uh, you know all the shows, and and uh, you know I don't really get deep on that stuff, but I, I really was very impressed, especially for people this day and age that want to get something going, and the way that you did it for yourself. I mean, I'm a big fan of making sure that um, anybody that I learn from has been where I am, you know, yeah, has absolutely. what I want, 
right. <laughs> has what right. I want. And, uh, you know, and, and if you've got those combinations, uh, you know, you can probably bet that um, as long as they, you know, do uh, and, and they've got some social evidence that they're doing a good job for other people, um, that's probably a great combination. And Mark has all of those, just so you know. So really go look at it. Um, it's probably a huge opportunity out there for uh, many of you out there that live in areas where you can take advantage of things that others aren't doing. Uh, and, and I'm sure it's a, it's a big opportunity, Mark. Uh, would you concur on that? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's huge. Yeah. In fact, there's there's 3,007 U.S. counties. There's billions of acres of land. And you're not going to go on HGTV in the DIY network and see flip this land. It's not going to be fun. It wasn't going to be me in front of the computer, shuffling some paper, <laughs> right? So we had this massive Might be onto something market. there, though, Mark. You might be onto something. Was, I might actually watch <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, no one's doing it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. No one's oh, doing it. <laughs> it looks like Mark is using Airtable.com when before yesterday in last week's episode, he was using Smartsheet.com. Can Mark get a little geekier? Stay tuned. On Flip This Land. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for the land <laughs> movement. Hey, we might take this little snippet and send to them at uh, HGTV or something, uh, you know, and see if you can't get uh, uh, something rolling there. But, uh, Mark, a lot of fun to hang out with you, my friend, and, and, and I'm really excited about coming back uh, later this year. And, you know, we've got some really cool things happening, and, you know, we'll, uh, we, always, we always build our network. You're, you're obviously going to be part of the family and the alumni, and, um, you know, that's just one of the things we love about uh, our community is we stay in touch and and uh, you know for all the listeners in you know it's a great way to take uh, you know some notes on you know what are you doing to build your network who are you surrounding yourself with and all of those great things um, are so important to your growth uh, so you know pay attention take the golden nuggets make something happen um, uh, in, in your life that you want and always listening to you know people like Mark come on and, and talk about how they bump into stuff, how they fluffled over whatever they had to, how they hit a wall, you know, all of those things are so important because we all go through them. It's relatable, right? Mark, it wasn't easy. Right. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. Not <laughs> you know, and Alan will tell you like just before the podcast, just you know, wrestling just with the subtitle of the book. Right. Like Alan's got to help me with that. Like, I've, you know, after the podcast, I'm going to have to drop down some author consulting money for you guys. You know, so this thing's in a total train wreck. Yeah. But, you know, you know, I, you know, I say that in jest, but, but the reality is, like, you've done it. Sure. You've been there. Why wouldn't yeah. I do that? Because no. you already done right. what I want to do. And so it would be really, you know, wise of me to do that and not have the the ego to think, oh, I, I know as much as these guys do when I when I clearly don't. Well, you know yeah, a lot and, more and, than other people on your genre. And I think, you know, that goes sure. back to the force of, you know, being humble, being humble. And not to right. say that, that Chris and I have done anything more than anybody else, but we've done a few things, you know, and if we can help teach and, and, and give that out the same. And that goes back to, you know, what you're talking about, just being humble and being a student and not being afraid to ask. We do it all the time. We're constantly, you know, say, well, we're taking notes. Sure. I've got three pages of notes here. I've learned a lot. I've from learned you a today. ton already. I've you know? learned a ton already. And yeah. so we're memorializing everything down because we do look at this. The show notes are important to the people that listen to the podcast and we love the audience. Thank you so much because it wouldn't exist without you. But it's for us too. 
we're constantly taking sure. great, great, you know, golden nuggets from guests for 140 shows. I mean, that has really elevated our game and allowed us to do some of the things that we do. So, you know, kudos, you know, Mark, for, for all that you do and, and uh, you know, for will, being willing to be a student and being willing to teach at the same time. Yeah, Not no, I really appreciate that. that. And, and of course, you know, I do have that quiz prepared <laughs> for right after the podcast. I'm going to ask you guys, okay, now what do we divide by? How do we price? Let's take a look I, at your notes. I wrote, some, I wrote, some, I wrote some stuff down mm -hmm. for sure. It's the principle of slight edge that we're talking yeah. about, folks. So that's one of the things you just learn from everybody you interact with and, and, and take the time to listen. Um, you know, just take the time to listen. You, you'd be surprised what uh, happens uh, in your own mind and, and, and ideas and, and then just have the faith uh, to just go after it. Mark, Make it happen. pleasure, my friend. You're awesome. Loved hanging out with you. Um, obviously uh, we're going to, we're going to circle back and have a good chat um, for everybody listening in and Mark, um, we'll see you again for sure. Thanks, Alan, well, for I, hanging out. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, Thanks, I can't, Mark. I can't, I can't thank you guys enough. And, and you know, you guys are so fun. Hopefully you'll come on my podcast sure. as guests. For sure. The awesome. Podcast, and I'll get to grill both of you. It. Nice. In a fun way. Grill away. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. That, yeah, that, I, you know, that, I selfishly that is, say that, that, but, like, I, yeah. I want to extract your wisdom into my brain and get a little bit yeah. smarter. Awesome. Not well, a problem. We, We're we, happy to help out any way we can, man. We'd be honored to do that. Definitely. A pleasure uh, for sure. Thank you to the audience. You guys are awesome. If you have any questions, info at thinkbullbeatbull.com. Of course, you can follow us on all the social media, um, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram. And, of course, Alan and I, uh, we're always uh, available um, to, uh, to, to connect with. So take advantage. Uh, it's a direct invite to all of you. And, Mark, have yourself a killer day. Don't uh, spend all that two hours uh, this week in one place, all right? Even right. Though you took I, I definitely won't. I don't. I don't <laughs> know. Thank you again, guys. I really appreciate it. You betcha. Appreciate it. You Thanks, Mark. It. it wouldn't be a show without me saying, do something nice for someone today. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.